So we know that almost all fishing opportunities have been disrupted. We know that some sectors have been impacted more quickly than others. The MMO is part of the, the coastal community um, and where there may have been frictions previous, one thing we're finding within communities is people pulling together. We're looking to uh, the, the logistics of having an information sharing and listening session next week. The main focus just now is on actually putting our arm around the industry and around informing and supporting. Hello to all the Fathom listeners out there. It's Chris Ramford here, one of the Fathom hosts, recording locked away, slightly removed from the quayside, but grateful to be able to broadcast you via the podcast. During the current COVID-19 crisis, we have decided to bring you a series of weekly Fathom rapid response episodes as a way to reach out and keep you informed of all that is happening across the supply chain in the UK fishing industry. These response episodes will be released every Friday as a way to broadcast the key challenges as well as the emerging opportunities as we move forward through these uncharted waters. We'll be interviewing a wide range of stakeholders in the industry, from catchers right the way through to consumers and all the components that surround it. This week's episode, we welcome Tom McCormack, CEO of the Marine Management Organization, and we are very grateful for his time to converse so openly and freely with Paul in order to understand what the MMO's role is as the coronavirus impacts on the fishing sector so, without further ado, I'll hand you over to my Fathom co-host, Paul Trebilcock, Chief Exec of the Cornish FPO, and Tom McCormack from the MMO. Tom McCormack, Head of the MMO, welcome to Fathom. Really good of you to take time out, obviously a busy time. Just as, a, as an opener, just to, to get you into the, to the chat, um, I mean, what, what do you see the MMO's role as this crisis impacts on the fisheries sector? going forward and beyond perhaps. Thanks for that Paul and, and thanks to you and Chris for inviting me uh, to the podcast. I'm really pleased to get this opportunity for even further engagement with the fishing industry during what, what I think we all know is a hugely, hugely difficult time for the whole country but including uh, of course uh, the fishing industry particularly our catch and processing sectors. I think marine management's uh, role in all of this is first and foremost uh, to provide support to provide information and support and to, to listen, to engage and to help the sector understand that we really value this sector uh, uh, as an organisation and as a, as a government uh, and we're going to work together to best spot the things that will make a difference, be that information, be that support, be that finance, uh, but actually the things that we might together work through that will make a difference in the short to medium term uh, uh, to hopefully uh, do all we can to help our fish community through this and businesses through this so that so that we've got a decent and thriving fishing community and industry get to the other side of this because that's hugely important not only for the fishing community itself but for UK PLC and our economy but actually a key part of our food chain as well uh, and of course for our imports and exports too so I see MMO's role in all of this to, is to be there, to be, to be available, to be supporting, to be informing to, in, in areas that, that we can help. So, for example, EMFF and MFF funds and grants to make sure we focus our resources that are available to keep the doors open, even though they're virtual, to get money out the door. Uh, and then our listening role is to help uh, represent 
all the things that government's announced so far that will help the sector, but also in a listening mode, to go back to government and say, well, that's all very good and that's good stuff. But actually, what about, you know, the fact that, that for example, on the self-employed income support payments, really good news, it'll, it'll help a lot, but June's a long way off. Uh, uh, or, or what about my business costs? Or yes, the MFF's a good thing, but, but wouldn't it be even better if, you know, so, so I see us as listening and looking to, uh, for opportunities to do even more. And I think that that's re re really encouraging to hear that, Tom, that, that, that the MMO sees itself in that role, because I mean, I'm, I'm sure, um, and, and maybe you can confirm this, that the MMO um, will have seen through your presence on the coast, uh, virtual or otherwise, that, but landings are clearly down. There's been a big impact on, on fishing businesses and, and, and economic activity. So, so obviously you, you could you can probably confirm that yourselves and and and, and do you think that the, the the role um given that big reduction in activity and and, and the pressures on that do you feel that the mmo has um, kind of shifted a bit more from um from enforcement and monitoring to assistance and guidance through this period i mean uh, clearly the mmo is is you know, has a has a statutory role but but to be fair the mmo is part of the the coastal community um, and where there may have been frictions previous, one thing we're finding within communities is people pulling together and, um, you know, just, just some, some, some thoughts on that sort one of thing. One of the things that I've been really, really uh, impressed about, uh, and I've been now with MMO for just coming up six months, is the level of information that we share in terms of what's going on with the fishing industry. And I mean that in a very positive way. So we know from that information, which is almost real time, we know firsthand the landing positions, the, the drop in catch, the, the drop in sales, the drop in prices. I've been really impressed with just the granularity and the immediacy of that information. So we know that almost all fishing opportunities have been disrupted. We know that in these early days, and I do think these are early days, that some sectors have been impacted more quickly than others. Uh, the under 10 vessels uh, have seen relatively the largest reductions uh, in, in their fish caught and their value. The smaller vessels, shellfish and demersal landings, they seem to be most impacted so far, though, though almost everybody has been impacted. So we can abs absolutely see that, uh, which is why that, that's helping us, that evidence, to go to DEFRA, to go to government, to say, well, this is why some of this financial packages is spot on. But actually, we're using this evidence as well to say this is the impact now on different parts of the sector. And, and hopefully that, that means that we'll help government to shape any other help that might come, uh, including how quickly it might come. And you talk about a community and you're, you're bang on. MMO, we're going through the same as everybody else in terms of the health risks and things like that with COVID-19. But we were absolutely keen to find a way to almost find a way of stay open for business because it's in times like this that you really need to be available for your customers and your stakeholders and things like that. So although absolutely social distancing is the way that we're, that we're doing things, we're still operating. So we're operating nationally and locally. Uh, we've made arrangements that for all of our calls to keep coming through and be distributed across where people are actually working from home. Last week, we took uh, over 600 calls across all of our MMO services. Uh, uh, we're making sure that the post 
is handled properly and it's still being processed so that things are happening. In terms of licenses, uh, we've moved from paper over the last week to do things digitally as well. Uh, uh, and we've tried to keep that local connection as well as that national. And one of the things we've done to help the fishing industry understand, fully make best use of what's been announced support-wise, is, is amongst many things that we put online and tweeted about and all sorts of things. We've stepped back from the government's uh, financial packages and we've written a one-stop shop guide uh, so that if you were trying to access any of these things, what does it feel like if you're in the fishing community rather than you know just, just the general uh, citizen? We've put that out uh, uh, and, and within that one-stop guide, we put the links that fishermen and industry can click on to, to get to the relevant part, but we've also signposted as well. And what we're hoping to do is, is carry that on. And although I've been talking to stakeholders and representatives at a national level, along with DEFRA, and offer a number of regional telephone events so that we can share the same story, but we know that the stories, although there's a lot of common features, it's very, very different depending on where you fish, how you fish, what you fish. So we want to do the local thing next week as well. So we want to be part, be part of that community, Paul. To me, it's massively encouraging. You know, you, you're in the sort of same, pa same place as we are in terms of understanding what the government has put forward, which can be complicated. And yes, where it's yes. a benefit, it's touching and really appreciated. But there are gaps. Sounds like your uh, guys in the stats team are picking up where those gaps are, you know. Vessel owners of uh, fixed costs seem to be still a bit um, one where we need to tighten up on. I'm hearing that your coastal staff and all of your team is very much about um, in listing mode, signposting and guidance, um, which is which is all great stuff from the from the top man at the MMO. Hearing that's the the vision and the direction, I'm sure fishermen all on the coast will, will take some comfort in that. I mean, obviously, um, you know there is a the ongoing relationship there. Are, at times the MMO is the is has an enforcement role and that can be challenging and government administrative bureaucracy can be frustrating but you know these are these are um, crisis times these are challenging times and when I when I hope when and I certainly do when I hear the top man in the MMO recognizing that giving some leadership to say the MMO team the MMO family are going to act like the rest of the marine community be part of that listen guide help and assist I feel heartened by that. And I just just add that if, if anything, well, I'm always looking for positives in these things. And, and if that kind of relationship can be built on going forward, so that as we come out of the crisis, that relationship continues where the, the MMO, the industry, buyers, sellers, could, could continue talking in this kind of way where we're looking to help and assist where we can. You know, we all have our roles in society, but help and assist, be the people, have conversations that are sometimes a bit difficult, sometimes a bit too grown up for some of us like me. But um, but it, to me, it's, it, it's really encouraging to see the head of the MMO showing that kind of leadership. Just a couple of things, you, you, in no particular order. Uh, you, you mentioned the crisis word, and, and, and I think this is really unprecedented. I heard something on the radio yesterday when someone was talking about crisis and it really touched me. What the guy said was, you know, that he thought about it and in his opinion, crises don't change people uh, and organisations. Crises actually reveal what they're really like, right? Because, you know, it's the things we do when the times are tough that really prove us. 
And actually, you know, I think through this crisis, what I've been really happened about is as difficult as this has been financially and economically and emotionally and health-wise for everybody, and how as difficult it's been for industry, what I've been really impressed about is when I've talked to individual customers and stakeholders and representatives, whatever the pressures are, everybody's been so balanced about the thing. Right? And, and actually really working, wanting to work in partnership, which is entirely the approach that I take. I mean, I see MMO, yes, we're regulators, and I'll come back to that in just a second, but, but we're also in the service business. And I see fishermen and industry as our customers and our stakeholders. And, and although as a regulator, we've got definite things we have to do, we should do them professionally and we should do them with courtesy, and we should do them you know, in the right way. And, and part of what we're going through just now is that opportunity to do those things. In terms of the signposting to what's there, the, the, the two or three things that stakeholders and partners and customers have said, yeah, but can you help with? Uh, there's maybe three or four things that I just want to, to say. Uh, the big thing seems to be, what about some help with fixed cost government? Uh, for business and, and we're using all the information and stats and evidence that we get from landing, from sales notes, from catch-ups and all sorts of things, right, to help evidence the financial impact. So watch this space on that and we, we really are uh, working with the industry and of course DEFRA, DEFRA have been really leaning in as well. Similarly, the next thing is, is that in terms of the self-employed income support scheme that was announced last Thursday, uh, and we were, we were in conversations with Treasury on that Thursday and Friday, you know, to, to best represent the, the industry. It's good news for most, but June's a long way off, so that's another thing, all right? Uh, we're really accelerating payments out on EMFF, and we're really accelerating new applications as well as protecting the coastal teams so that they're available for calls and things, MMOs also protected uh, our teams that are in funds and grants. And we've put in IT in place so that they're available wherever they are in the country, not only to take calls, but to get money out the door. And they're doing that as well. The last example I would give is that, that we've got some queries about, well, in these difficult times, what if I want to sell my catch? I'm not sure what I can and can't do. So the guys in MMO put together a really, really, what I think is helpful guide to how to do it, how to do it safely, all sorts of things. And that's gone online and we, we've shared all of that. But, but we're trialing new things in the next couple of days where we've got a lot of information about our customers. You know, we know their email addresses, often we know their mobile numbers and things like that. So we're looking as well as publishing things on our internet site. We're looking at how we can transmit that stuff directly. So you get a message, you do a click, and you've got it there and then. So we're doing those things too. You talked about enforcement. Yeah, yeah we are the regulator, and we are enforced. Uh, we, we do need an enforcement. We're still at sea, and we, and we feel that we need to be at this stage. Now, we're, we're at sea, and just like anybody who's at sea fishing, we're, we're doing so safely. So we're practicing social distancing and things like that. But we've got two main surveillance ships out at sea, and we're doing that for a really good reason. We're doing that to kind of, uh, uh, if not enforce, to reassure and to be seen as a presence because people pretty much have acted really responsibly, right? But actually, you know, you know, for all sorts of reasons, be it opportunism or whatever sort of thing, and I mean 
internationally as well as nationally, I think it's absolutely key that we continue to have that enforcement presence. At this point, it's more about assurance rather than activities, because our main focus just now is on actually putting our arm around the industry and around informing and supporting. But but actually, I think I think we do everybody a disservice if if something was to go awry and we went out there. So we're at sea as well. No, I think that's Tom sharing precisely that 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 presence and and understanding that fisheries management continues through this and the MMO's role in that. Um, and as I say, I think the the the, the vision and the uh, and, and and that that enthusiasm you're transmitting and, and reflecting here, uh, and obviously reflecting through the MMO as an organisation, um, I hope people could can can feel that, and I think that's really welcome. You know, there are there will always be individual and specific um, frictions, but but the generality, you're right, the generality in terms of of the fishing. The fishing industry and, and everybody through this has been i think has been has been excellent and people have come together and as i said you know i don't want to take up too much of your time so i mean i think what what you've given us there is a is a is an excellent flavor of, of where the mmo is coming from what it can do and where, where you see the the, the role and and I, and I like the analogy of the arm round and signposting guys and taking us forward being being a little bit cheeky i wouldn't mind asking the question you know, that that's all been really positive and do you think you know, you you would you would be prepared to come back in seven days, fourteen days time? Let some people listen, digest this, and and maybe we'll pick up on where where that vision is is being felt on the coast, and and perhaps almost as importantly where people aren't feeling that, and and see if we can explore some of that next time. Very happy to come back whenever you invite me to make sure that MMO is able to support our customers and stakeholders as best we can nationally and and locally. We also need to keep our, our people, our MMO colleagues, safe and we need to keep them up to date. So, for example, uh, uh, the one-stop shop guidance that we put out to our customers and stakeholders online, a greater part of Monday, with every single coastal colleague and everybody in the grants team listening and, and, and actually we walked and talked them through every aspect of that so that we didn't expect them to be because it's not their job to be to become experts in whatever it is, grants and loans beyond uh, fisheries uh, and payments from uh, HMRC and things like that. But actually we wanted them to be confident and capable to be able to talk to people locally. And I think that conversation will continue with, if we can get it off the ground, if we can get the technology to work for us to do these series of regional calls next week sort of thing and what i'd like to get to paul is that we keep doing it but it's not just transmit like this we find a way to kind of get the questions back so that we can have a bit of a dialogue that might be a bit staged but that's fair enough i've had to do that internally uh, that's it tom and that's what it's about is and that's what this podcast is about fathom is about taking some of these issues a bit a bit national a bit big to handle in one go we get the flavour of it and, and you've done that brilliantly outlined where the MO are coming from and sort of the next time round is is where we we'll, we gather up some feedback, some of the listeners, some chats on the key come back in and, and we'll run through some of those again with you. Well, but, yes, please. Um, yes, but please. as I say, absolutely fantastic, Tom. Thank, thanks very much for your time and, and you will definitely be a returning guest in the very near future. Well, it's nice to see you both. Can I just finish off by, by saying two things? First of all, thanks for giving MMO the opportunity uh, to take part in this conversation. Uh, this is another another way that we can reach out, so thank you for that. 
And just to finish off by saying, please stay safe, stay well personally, uh, and everybody else out there that's listening, uh, uh, keep the social distancing, all right, uh, and be safe. Uh, and I'm very happy to come back whenever you invite me. So, Paul, excellent to have Tom McCormack from the MMO. Any initial concluding thoughts at the end of that? Yeah, I mean, look, Ronnie, I give Tom his credit. He he stepped up, was prepared to come on to the podcast and say say how he sees it, how he feels it as the top man at the MMO. Um, obviously, he was quite positive and, and upbeat, but you know that's his vision and that's what he's trying to install in the MMO uh, at a coastal level. So, you know, I, I I feel really, you know, that was something quite positive there. Obviously, the important bit is how that gets translated onto the. Uh, the, the customer experience, as he would say it, you know, how we feel as fishermen, as boat owners that the MMO are delivering for us. So over the next you know, few weeks as the MMO are there to, 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 to be um, supporting us through this and, and hopefully uh, having that arm round as he spoke about, um, I'm going to try and gauge some experience and, and please anybody listening, you know, get hold of me and tell me, tell me what your experiences with the MMO are. Um, and we can put those back to him because I think, you know, my, my feeling with, with, with Tom there was that, you know, he'd be happy to have um, perhaps the, the robust conversation, be answering some of the things that aren't going right. So um, I want to, I thought it was excellent. He's, he's been up front. He's put, he set his stall out. Let's measure him against that. Let's have him back on and, and we'll, we'll have that conversation. And uh, well, I guess the, the only other thing to say for, from my view is that, anybody else there from 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 defra or, or other organizations that would like to use fathom as a as a platform to get their message out there then uh, please get in contact um, we'll, we'll certainly make room for it because um, this is about getting uh, messages out there information out there to, to fishermen not only in cornwall but uh, around the coast so um, yeah i think that was a really good episode and uh, same time next week hey eh, ronnie yeah sounds good to me excellent thanks as always Fathom has been brought to you by the Cornish Fish Producers Organisation with support from the European Maritime and Fisheries Fund and Seafarers UK.